Welcome to the pre-show, everybody. Sorry. It's been hectic. It's hot. And even though I've been inside all day in the air conditioning, my body has been like, it's hot. You should preserve energy. Don't expend yourself. You you will die. So I've, I'm sorry I was late. We're trying to be Isn't on time more. that winter? Also winter, yes. <laughs> no, no, winter is hunker down and, and consume foodables. Mine is hunker down and stay in the cold and chill. I did find out the carnivores that like don't hibernate, like uh, bears. and So basically like foxes and stuff, mm. they just have to nonstop eat. Oh, yeah. So oh, I do keep, that all the time. There you yeah, go. So they just keep going to burrow to burrow, and it's like, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. <laughs> <Ooh>, an egg. <laughs> Broha, I'm a welder in Vegas. You're fine. I'm also a podcaster in Austin. I am but of weak blood anymore. I've lost all my that's pretty, edge. That's pretty cool that he's a welder in, uh, in uh, Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. He's he, never no work. Did you make the globe? Yeah, yeah. Did you make the globe? <laughs> That's the that, real question. That shit's real? <laughs> yeah. I kept seeing memes about it, and I was like, damn, so Mr. House from Fallout New Vegas is real? Like... <laughs> and that's the thing. like They do whimsical, fun stuff like, oh, we'll put a globe on there. We'll put the Raiders on there. But then they do weird shit like, we're going to put an eyeball in there. It's overseeing everything. And it's like, oh, my God. But, yeah, it's a real fucking thing. Oh, wow. He said actually yes. <laughs> what the Whoa, fuck? Awesome. <laughs> Hello, world. So there you go. Did you put the eye of Sauron? Right? <laughs> Vegas has got its own Epcot ball. There you go right there. Hello, does, world. That's way cooler than the Epcot ball. <laughs> the Epcot ball, hey, the Epcot ball has an outdated fucking ride inside of it, okay? Yes. The problem with Tomorrowland is that tomorrow always comes. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I had to look at that word. Frisco, what are you saying? I had a customer. Okay. Um, yeah. Felix, don't use that word, even if you're. Don't, you don't need to tell us that. 90s sitcom bully. <laughs> I'd actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like you would throw somebody in a locker immediately. Yeah, but that's an 80s sitcom bully. At least give me the right. Like, right era? Yeah. Also, you guys... This is literally the shirt from uh, Big Trouble in I was going to say, yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, is it? <laughs> also, you guys need to squish a little bit. At least Marcos. Actually, you know what? I think, JJ, you're fine. I think Marcos needed to squish a little bit. I did just squish. More yeah, you're, you're, you're right. Why do you... Sorry, the framing looks thick. Because, JJ, you're closer to the camera. You look bigger than Marcos somehow. It's right for the framing. But you just look so tiny. He's, he is bigger. He's going to the table. Well, I know he's, yeah, I know he's broad, he but like. right next to Big Tex. It's right there. Right. But anyway, <laughs> I'm getting distracted. I'm very easily distracted. No one Google Big Tex and find out where I live. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are always like, yeah, you know that karaoke bar you, Sam, you live right underneath? It's like, stop it. Yeah, We've never said the name of it. There's like five in Austin, and only one of them has a house on top of it. It's like New York. I'm making You've now, given away now way I, no, more information no. than we no, now, I am, now I'm throwing, I'm throwing wrenches. It's not real. Or is it? Look at the eye of America. <laughs> no, but the eye is real. They got like nice little cool things. I wonder what it's like on the inside. Now it's a basketball. Now it's Epcot for real. Now it's a nighttime basketball. Where's the eyeball, though? Does Las Vegas have a bas oh, basketball team? Oh, They're going to. They're trying to. Las Vegas also has like this weird. So when I was there, I actually there it is. Sorry, didn't do a lot of the cool touristy things, which is why I don't really want to go back outside of going with TJ. But they have some dumb, cool touristy things. Like the other one is like a ride that spins on the on the edge of a building. Yeah, I've been on that one. That's New York, New York, I believe. Yeah, that one's fun. That's it's kind of spooky, but it is very fun. There's also zip lines and everything. And um, I think we're all too heavy for zip lines, minus JJ. Maybe, but there's also uh, we can do. Um, Excalibur, which is medieval times, but a little bit fancier. 
Oh. The food's really good. And it's right next to Thunder from Down Under. So Amar, you guys are single. You guys can go and get all the ladies that are all turned on from uh, Thunder from Down Under. So Wait, what? Thunder <laughs> from Down Under is a uh, Chippendales type, type thing, but they're all uh, Australian men with big, beefy abs, and they're all greased up. Yeah, bro, I don't think they want bologna if you're seeing steak. Yeah. Right, right. But here's the thing. They can't have the steak. They can't have the steak. So they're like, well, I'm really hungry now. I'll take some bologna. <laughs> Is the steak into other steak? Or? <laughs> uh, no. Um, here. Then they can it? have the steak. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. I'll give you guys an assessment. Let me see if I can find the poster, which is hilarious. Because it's just like Scalibre. the beefiest of beefcakes. <laughs> and they're all like, yeah, we're going to. It's essentially Mag- Magic Mike. Yeah. It's essentially Magic Mike. But right next to, but it's like down the same staircase, if I recall. So it's like one staircase goes to nerdy dork sword fighting awesome, and the other one's going to horny women extravaganza. And it's supposed to be a good time. So Just male fantasy and female fantasy. Exactly. It's <laughs> just a stupid thing. One of them is guys all muscled up fighting each other, and the other is guys all muscled up dancing on each other. It's fine. We're, our, our, our dreams, men and women, we're not so different. <laughs> we want very similar. Put these my, guys in armor, we'd be just as happy. My favorite, like, um, I think female or, vegan or girl meal, uh, girl meme that I ever saw is it was basically hot dudes like that, mm-hmm. but they were doing chores. Oh, <laughs> we do chores, ladies. You just have to like it was a whole calendar of dudes like that vacuuming and just just dusting. <laughs> dusting is that how we're gonna do our calendar? Are we committing to doing this calendar next sure, year? Sure, why not? This erotic calendar, hey. we'll figure it out. What are the you got first it. up chatter? Relentless venture. Hey, gang, gang, what is up? Are you throwing up a gang sign? I don't know any gangs. Now guys. you're a real 80s, now 90s villain. There you go. 80s villains didn't have gangs. That's what I'm saying, 90s. You upgraded oh. to 90s. Oh. Weezer. <laughs> what is this? Weezer. Oh. Too much metal for one hand. <laughs> What's up, Sammy? I don't know who you are, but you know who I am. Thank you to me. Uh, it's still the pre-show, but I do want to show you guys one thing. Um, we are having an event very soon, and I'm coming up with the schedule for it. But one of the things was a You Laugh, You Lose contest. What do you guys think about having that as an idea? For yeah, the nine-hour stream. You're very excited about it, so why not do it? Okay. So the idea being is that everyone who sends me memes and stuff, you can see how I'd really react to the memes you think are funny. Same thing with you guys, right? But then this one I thought, like, well, maybe we could try to sabotage ourselves, but or each other, I should say. But then I listened to this last night. I've been really into AI covers. And Plankton AI covers, I've never watched Spongebob. I've not watched one, like, more than five episodes in my life. Mm-hmm. So, I, But I know who Plankton is. Everybody knows who Plankton is. And yes! Yeah! <laughs> You know, Krabby Patties, all this shit, right? Maximum Overdrive. Right. So yeah, there's him singing all sorts of songs, right? So here's uh, yeah. Rolling in the Deep. So I was just cracking up, dying, 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 listening to that. And then I heard this one. Which, you know, like one of the things that makes me laugh the most is one, misspeaking like funny word combinations, even like word, like bad translations. And the other thing is when you're able to catch me off guard and unexpectedly. And this one, you've heard hello from Adele. Mm-hmm. Hello from the other side. Right? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So you think that he's going to hit the note. Hello from the other side. <laughs> Like a screamo fucking laugh, and I can't not fucking die every time I hear it. He sounds Patrick, sadder than Adele, right? Like he's it sounds like Chester from fucking Lincoln Park. I agree. With you, from the other side. <laughs> 
<laughs> with dreams around the side. Patrick does it better. Uh, that was yeah. another one. Patrick singing. Uh, they were making him sing spirituals and shit, like church songs, R and B. I think on, my Patrick. favorite one is SpongeBob singing Neon Moon. Oh, that. One. <laughs> Hold on, let's let's find. Let's look up. Uh, is it SpongeBob AI Neon Moon? And sun goes down. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Let me see. Here we go. <laughs> Head. I spend most every night beneath the light of a neon moon. Now, if you lose your we shouldn't have this kind of power. And here's the thing if I didn't have this, this is all I would be doing all day. Because going back to what we'll talk about for this topic, um, my favorite thing to do and what I learned how to do, this is proto-internet. This is when the tools weren't readily accessible. I'd make my own chipmunk covers, like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. I would find the track, pitch adjust, do all the stuff, and I'd make it like one-to-one. And it was hilarious. Fucking all the songs. So with this tool, I would be doing all sorts of fucking nonsense. It's insane. Somebody said that there was another one here. Vegeta singing. Um, what does it say? Your love? Lose Your Love, sung by Ed. No, but Patrick singing R&B. Hold on, Patrick, AI song. Let's just see what comes up as the oh, first one. he's not one. in Paris, is he? No. What's <laughs> <laughs> the thing? Let's see. Um, rap God. No, I want it to be... He censored like, that song recently. Yeah. When they won an award, I think. Hold on, go ahead. Let's see. Get to the part. That's the thing is, they're fucking like singing it with the same passion. It's just that much so funny. Fellas in Paris. Oh my God. They 100% did change it to that because they were like, all right, we can't. Wait, like they really did? Like Kanye West? Well, it was the radio edit record label. The record label. Like in the sense that they had just won an award or something and they were like, hey, we can't. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> we can't put that in our headline that like it went double platinum or whatever the fuck it did. Oh, so the official song? I mean, I try to look up "Fellas in Paris" and then it comes up with that. No, it was in it was like in articles and stuff. Like that's oh. the way they refer to it now. Oh, because they don't want to say like Just, wh- whatever albums go today, triple platinum. Or is whatever. brother is is brother offensive to write in a headline? That's what I. That's my replacement <laughs> word. Instead of the N word, I say brother. So it's like you know, brothers in Paris. Got my brothers in Paris, and we're going gorillas. Hold on, let me just find Patrick AI R and B because that shit, gospel was my, funny as shit. Go ahead. My favorite, like, and then I just kind of I got because I, I went on this way for a little bit too. But my favorite was Kanye actually singing country songs. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was so there, off. <laughs> there's, uh, well, there's other ones. There's uh, there's Michael Jackson singing younger Michael ja- or younger Michael Jackson singing modern Michael Jackson. Have you seen yeah. those? No, those are fucking insane because it's the same dude, so it's the same cadence. Well, match. There's some people making actual songs out there, right? No, hold on. Give me. I want a good Patrick song. And so they just got him going fucking crazy. Uh, but no. I said something hilarious. You can say fella. You can't say feller. Okay. 
<laughs> got my fellers. Oh, God, I don't want my fellers to be in Paris. Hold on. That's what it was. All of us doing it. So, <laughs> so they got that one, but then they got uh, Chente singing it. <laughs> scary, man. I must have been a cover, but. With that song, I like Homer and Bart singing it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sober and Bart? English Homer and Bart, because Mexico did it first, or someone in Latin America did it first with the dub over voice actors. And then some. Border kid like me was like, wait, I want to hear original Bart sing. Homer and Bart sing. So say. That's better. And the thing is that I can waste so much of my life just doing this. Um, But here, this is Michael Jackson, Little Michael. So it's Little Michael Jackson singing like... Yeah, Sloan just dropped five. Oh, my God, Keon Sloan in the house. Donating. Thank you very much. So many subs. I don't know where you are on the ranking, but that is so many gifted subs. We appreciate you individually. We appreciate those who are listening, enjoying said subs. But then I don't appreciate when somebody gets like three minutes of ads and they're like, oh, man, I missed the show. So be sure to subscribe to The Excellence or or wish or gift. Gift the gift of sub to The Excellence. But let me see here. Uh, Michael Jackson, Little Michael AI. There we go. I almost forgot the keyword there. Um, that way we can find that. And then we'll get to our other music-related talking about. But... Um, here we go. This shit's fucking nuts. Yeah, it's not even funny. It's just yeah. good. It's, just... <laughs> it's fucking crazy because it's like, oh, why does it sound so good? Uh, it's the same fucking guy. singing his own backup vocals um but yeah it, i could get lost entirely all that they got freddie mercury singing shit they got bruno mars singing shit dio dio oh what was the one that you said there's someone else that you said that was uh oh it's goku goku ai oh, singing yeah they have goku and vegeta for goku and vegeta they did a duet i forget that i saw last night that cracked me the fuck up hold on vegeta and then we'll then we'll get the show started but uh it was mj singing evangelion <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Oh my god. <laughs> this seems like the dumbest idea I could ever do. This. Hello. Open up, man. Hey, Sean. And I had given her a nice shirt. All this time, she was standing there. Vegeta doing Can You Feel the Love tonight? Hold on. Can you feel the love? All right. I could do this forever, and I will. AI. It's going to ruin so many lives, but bring us so much joy <laughs> at the same time. There's literally no movies <clears throat> happening because of AI. Right. <laughs> so in the meantime, so in the meantime, this is what we're doing. 
high. It is where we are. <laughs> Hold on, get to the good part. Come on, Vegeta. See if you can hit it. It's enough for this wide idle under It's actually not bad. Because <laughs> it is Elton John's under singing, but it yeah. is also Vegeta singing the fuck out of it. So there's going to be so many lawsuits. Yeah, of course. That one guy who made the, the new Drake song, that shit was legit just like stealing his everything. So um, more power to the, was it the MP, not What's the, the MPA. the red haired guy? He got away with stealing. Sag after. Sag after, not the <laughs> MPA. Uh, red haired guy. The one that hasn't made a song in a while, but he was all over the radio like four years ago, and he was even on Game of Thrones. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran won his, his so, thing. Yeah. Because they so. want, yeah, because the fucking, was it Marvin Gaye's estate? Yeah. They're just suing fucking everybody, man. They're fucking, fuck that. There was the same, like, rhythm. Everything's the same rhythm, though. Have you heard the four chord song? The, yeah. that, comedy, that comedy song? Go look up the four chord song on your own time. It's a brilliant song. All those songs are outdated now because it's from like 2005, but um, no, but all our, our respect goes to SAG AFTRA, the writers. Power to the people, unionize, and fuck them for being like, hey, we're going to pay an extra for a day of work and then use their visage for the rest of their life using AI. Fuck you, movie executives. I won't watch another goddamn thing and promote any of your stupid bullshit if you keep up with this goddamn nonsense. And I will make AI have whimsy for us and I'll steal all your IPs. Yeah. So they, does that mean nothing? So they mean nothing. And then we'll get original things and I'll hire the greatest artists and the things of that sort. So. Yeah, from now on, we only like... Uh, support individual like movie makers like Sound of Freedom and Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing all that. We're not doing all AMC of that. AMC trying to sabotage. <laughs> That's my favorite dumb conspiracy theory right now. Which one? Oh, that it's just like, oh, AMC is trying to sabotage and people can't see Sound of Freedom. It's like the AC was off. And I was like, yeah, it's the summer. Blackouts what? are happening. <laughs> God damn it. No, we're not, we're not <laughs> shilling yet. Yet. We got to find the right thing to shill for. It has to be some sort of product that we love. Some product. That, and or service. Uh, and or service. There's a lot of products I would do it for. Uh, well, we shill that, for Manscaped, but it's not even shilling. I actually like their stuff. Meanwhile, brewing... I know. Fucking clean it. Uh, clean cause energy. Ozarka water. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they steal water. Redhorn brewing. There you Red go. Redhorn brewing. Hey, brand, you could be one of these many brands that we use to drink beverages on the Mexilos Podcasting Network. I put this one for the name. Deadpool, Deadpool <laughs> three is literally stopped right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. They could write. They could go without writers. They cannot go without actors. You, if you don't think that uh, Ryan Reynolds or uh, Wolverine are not SAG after actors, you are sorely mistaken. So they can't even uh, promote shit. Um, they can't even promote uh, TMNT. Like there was one of the kids, actors that was the star, was like, we might go on strike tomorrow. So I'm just putting this video out there. So you guys go see the movie and here's some stickers we have. And like he was literally just going, like grasping at strings, trying to make sure that his movie was promoted before they went on strike. So. Yeah, the premiere of Barbie or whatever in Europe was. Mm -hmm. Moved up earlier because it was like you only got us till three, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was like Bar 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 they left Oppenheimer's yeah. to join the strike, and then Haunted Mansion was going to be um, it was going to be a red carpet at the Hyperion Theater, and then they're like, now it's a fan event, <laughs> yay! It's like 
Bitch, I wanted to meet Lakeith Stanfield. I don't want to meet other people that like the Go Haunted Mansion. Go to the picket line. Support them. <laughs> if anything, this is the best time to find all the actors that you want. Can we make Mexilence fans and then just hand them out to actors? <laughs> right? Just get, get a bunch of, like, bulk. Uh, Let's go hand little... out Mexilence branded waters. I mean, Hassan yeah. got a lot of credit just for handing out donuts at the picket line. Fuck it. Let's go to L.A. and pass out Mexilence donuts. We'll go to, we'll get a place to customize some skulls and hats and just fucking do it, man. And then be like, yeah, Mexilence supports the writers and SAG-AFTRA, which we do, uh, even though this is not a SAG-AFTRA thing, but um, yes. You guys look hot. Have a Mexilence fan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And they'll be like, what? Attractive. Oh, I'm going to use that to pick up girls. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you look hot. <laughs> Fan, <laughs> you have to give him that creepy. And I'm not though. just saying that because you're beautiful, although you are both things. Right. <laughs> Pass out conchas on the picket line. Yeah. <laughs> Has to be gluten. Free. No, you have to have the option. Get it right. All right. You can't just be like, oh, they're all Californians. You got to have gluten free, sugar free. Nah. Everyone loves a good donut, especially when you're out in the fucking hot heat. I don't know, man. Most of those people have abs. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they're no. in the hot heat. They need the they need the energy source. They're gonna burn it. Have some well, they're not filming anything for a while. Oh, so that's they, true. Exactly. <laughs> they can afford to bulk. <laughs> so, so in the meantime, Marcos, you put the most scariest thing in my brain, which is that actors are going to start podcasts, and then yeah. we're fucking done. And then we're fucking done. It's going to like get what people got mad that, uh, who was it, Dua Lipa made a podcast? And they're like, she's too pretty and too famous to be making podcasts with the scum of the rest of us. What was the rapper that did it? Like, And his intro is still my favorite intro in any podcast. Which one? Uh, it's the dude, the one that does all the auto T Pain. T Pain did yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, T-Pain on Twitch. But T-Pain was, like, shunned for a long time for some reason. People just didn't well, like because him. because they thought, anytime you're innovative, it's not, like, you don't get adoration right yeah, off the bat. Yeah, it's, uh, we don't remember the, the pioneers. Like, the pioneers aren't the ones that have families and are old money. Yeah. It's the settlers. Right, The right. pioneers paved the way. <laughs> T-Pain was a pioneer. He right. paved the way. But now all the settlers are getting the credit. And, and now the money he and has. The but he did that one tiny desk. That's how he came back like two, three years ago. He did the tiny desk where you're singing his songs, but without auto tune. They're like, oh, the guy could sing. And it's like, yeah. yeah, you need to know what you're doing to make your voice sound like that. Have you ever tried using auto tune and you can't sing? It doesn't work. It just sounds bad. Mainstream artists that use auto tone because they can't sing. Right. So fuck you, Usher, you bastard. He was the one that almost killed his spirit. Did you hear about that? No. Usher on a plane went up to a T Pain and goes, You ruined music and then walked away. This is like in like 2006 or something at the height of Usher. Yeah, but now T Pain has a cool intro and Usher has every STD known to man. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also still actively breaking up marriages, it seems. <laughs> so, or at least relationships. So, anyway, now we got the music stuff. We know where the future of music is all AI generated. Um, please don't steal my voice for music unless it's Bruno Mars and then I'll learn how to sing Bruno Mars songs properly. Until then though, we're going to get into our top five fictional bands, artists, whatever you want to do. Sit back, enjoy, and let's start the show. everybody to the Sync Countdown! I'm Sammy Gonzalez, a.k.a. The Mexicans. Welcome to the Sync Countdown, your favorite top five show of all time. It should be, and if it's not, what is going on? You need to find lesser cool top five shows because this is a premier top five list countdown show where we talk about the top five, the very best of whatever topic we decide. And today's topic, top five fictional 
bands, artists, musics, things of that sort. Joining me on the other side, though, before we get into everything, we have... Oh, I thought you were going to take it first. All right, m- uh, my name is Mark. Figure it I out. I will be the host. Oh, now uh, one of the co-hosts here today. I hope everyone's having a lovely Thursday. It is Thursday indeed. It's hot, in the immortal words of a real artist, Carlos Nelly? Santana. Oh, Nelly works. <laughs> <laughs> Nelly works. It is so hot in here, but please refrain from taking off all your clothes. Just take uh, off your sleeves. I, Marcos, you have took off even part of the neck, even. To make it extra, um, not deep. It's not a deep V. No, but it's, it's a nice. A, they're scoop. one of the higher. It's a U. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's, it's a, a it's a scoop. <laughs> but not not compared to what you have on JJ. Oh wait, whoops! I introduced you. Who are you? I'm Wonder Boy. <laughs> I am drinking a delicious Wonder Boy from uh, Redhorn Brewing. Rigagugu. Rigagugu. Sorry, I got excited to do the Rigagugus <laughs> from Wonder Boy. Number five, Chacaron Macaron. And, <laughs> and Broha, JJ, take off all your clothes, is okay. what they're asking. <laughs> no, I was going to go with Santana featuring the stylings of Rob Thomas from Mathbox 20. Man, it's a hot one, like seven inches from the midday sun. Yeah, but that's a verse. I, you would pick a verse over the chorus? Yeah, because that's the <laughs> opening lyric. Man, you can just stop there. Man, it's a hot one. That's it. Boom. Cut it away. I like me some Rob Thomas. Leave me alone. But we're not talking about Rob Thomas. He's real. He's real. (laughs) Contrary to popular belief, Rob Thomas is a real motherfucker. But we are talking about our top five fictional musicians, fictional bands. These are things that in media, you know, you got TV shows. I mean, for now, (laughs) I don't know about the future, but you got TV shows, you got movies, and sometimes you just need uh, an act that is not in our real world. It'll break immersion. It'll fuck up all the world. Or sometimes you need it thematically. You need a band that the character plays in that needs to develop and help the character overcome obstacles or do something fantastic. Uh, I know since we have no women in this podcast today, unfortunately, we really need to find friends that are girls that will be willing to be on camera because this topic specifically would be killer for having a lady because our tastes, I don't know, we have we have not similar tastes, but um, the reason the, why the thumbnail was Gem and the Holograms was because none of us were going to pick Gem and the Holograms, but my sister who was born in the 80s, she was oh, definitely going to pick oh, Gem and the Holograms. That wasn't a gender thing. That was a, I Do wasn't born in. Do you want me to make my list in just like the three Pitch Perfect movies? <laughs> I was about to say, That's like, only one though. It's the same, it's the same band. They play I'm against so, different bands in yeah, the trilogy. I'm, oh, so you want the other band? You want the opposing bands? Yes. Yeah, the main thing stopping that from happening I wasn't a child in 1985. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Though. Hey, but you they, they had that shitty, did that shitty movie with the little drone. Remember? No, you remember? No, I don't. Yeah, I looked at it because I looked up Gem of the Holograms images. Oh, it's like, oh yeah, there was yeah. a shitty movie. Yeah, I forgot about that. Everyone did as they should. Yeah, but I forgot about the Josie and the Pussycats movie. Oh, see, I knew it's about that. Really good. Yeah, oh, that was 2000s-ish. So it was my I era. Made a oh, you even got Girls. like <laughs> Spice Girls were a real band before the movie. No, but though. they made a movie called Spice World, and it's terrible. Oh yeah, I've seen. It. I reviewed it. It was fucking insane. <laughs> Bob Hoskins is in it. It's strange because he's British. It's only because he was British. He was probably just home, and they were like, "Hey, bro, want?" <laughs> he was probably just home. <laughs> want well, fifty bucks. Well. Before we get into our list, though, I want to remind everybody, and I got to make graphics and stuff for this, but if you didn't catch Tuesday's show, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, 
we announced that we are having our ninth anniversary nine-hour stream Saturday, July 29th, 2023. I actually just got news. It's actually, as of right now, without even trying, over $600 of giveaways. Manscaped, the fine folks at Manscaped, this is not an ad portion of the show, but they gave us uh, a bunch of beard hedgers to give away, and so we have a bunch of beard hedgers to give away. So if you've always wanted one, you can go ahead and get yourself there. I see the comment there. Bob Coskins, leave him alone. But... We're also going to have podcast shows. We're going to have gaming, maybe, perhaps. We're going to have dares and challenges and more. So what we're going to try to do is just bolster our numbers. The event is nine years of excellence. 2014 is when I started to be the excellence and came up with the name and have been podcasting and doing my thing. And it's dragged over to these guys here helping me keep the excellence going on, going strong. And DJ Lemon, I actually put that. I am giving away a pair of my shoes, one to each award winner. We're going to give out awards based on participation, based off of people gifting subs, because I, the idea is that... Based on vibes. Based on vibes. <laughs> if you want to know about the Mexicans, if you want to see us in our prime, and you want to make sure somebody you know catches us at our best, I want to recommend everybody to share... Tell everybody that on Saturday, July 29th, I think we're starting about 10 or 11 a.m., but it'll be on all day. Please let them know that we are having a ninth anniversary nine-hour stream. So be sure to tell your friends, tell your enemies. We're going to have lots of special guests coming in. We have lots of giveaways, lots of sponsors. So if you want to win some stuff, Manscaped's already hooked us up. We're looking for uh, probably Emiliano, our whiskey friend, will be giving away another whiskey like he did last year. and uh, More many whiskeys, I should say. And more. So... Sit tight, relax. Please be sure to follow, like, subscribe, and keep up to date about our ninth anniversary stream once I make more graphics and everything. But yes, we will be signing a pair of my shoes, the entire crew, and you can get a size 16 van that's been kind of busted up a little bit because I can't wear them anymore because my feet hurt. So look forward to that. You're be sure old. I am. <laughs> I have the old man vans and running shoes. You're too old for the old man vans. <laughs> no, the old man vans are fine. But you gotta switch over to the New Balance, bro. <laughs> no, no, I still remember when they were racist. Do you and remember khaki that? Khaki shorts. No, I got the khaki shorts. I've upgraded. It was too hot in Florida. Uh, golf shirt. Raheem, excellence plushie. You actually read my mind. My girlfriend's sister does little crochet work, so oh. I might get a custom crochet one, but I haven't asked her yet. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to give away plushies. The 3D printer's a dream because I have too much to do and I can't level it. Um, but if I somehow miraculously get it working and, and keep the temperatures right, then I'll give away a few statues as well. So we got lots of things going on, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. So be sure. Ninth anniversary, Saturday, July 29th. Be there or be square. Now, we can start the show. But who do we want to start with? You know what? I want to go last this time because my number one's pretty great, and I don't think anybody's picked it. So I guess we're going to go clockwise. So that means, Marcos, you could start with us. What is uh, your number five? And you're also the music guy, so. Yee. Uh, my number five, uh, probably actually the biggest name on my list, and it's Death Clock. Death Clock. Is that on yours, JJ? <laughs> I have many. Okay. <laughs> Not Des Kolk. Wait, how do you spell it? There's no A. There's no A. Okay. And clock with a K. Okay. Death. There we go. Oh, the guys from uh, Metalocalypse? Metalocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know their actual name, but yes, they are a fictional band. Give them. The, give us the history. Are they anything special? Um, so they are special to me, not because people just like that. It's a metal Mortal combat, violent comedy kind of thing. And honestly, a lot of the bits are really funny. The show has a special place in my heart because it's made by Brendan small who made home movies. Yeah. Oh, 
I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. He didn't have the squiggly lines. I didn't recognize <laughs> it. He's the singer-songwriter for Death Clock. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. What shows the fuck I, I saw know. him on tour. <laughs> uh, let's see. Awaken, is that a song? Yep. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to play a little bit, get a little sample of this here. I can, I can set the, the stage to that. Set the stage to that. Um... So they go on to, uh, where was it, like it, London? They were in Norway or something. Norway, yeah. and then it was like, oh, you have to sing this this uh, monster to sleep by playing acoustic instruments. It's like, no, we're metal instruments. Fuck. You mean Grant's Paul's guitars? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. So they go the other way, and they just... Jesus Christ, I'm about to have a seizure. And, I gotta, and I'm going to try to not get copyright stricken. I want to monetize this episode because it's going to be a good episode. So I got to do them in small segments, so I'm just going to skip around because Lord knows that we're going to get fucking copyright stricken on all of these. Damn, that's actually pretty fucking tight. No, yeah, they're actually yeah. also musically really good. Yeah. So it's like um, a legit band that you could listen to. How many, do you have any uh, albums they've made after their creation? Uh, no. no. They're all tied into their seasons. Oh, so, but did they release singles or something like that that you can like, consume no, the these individually? Are from the show. Like, right. Awaken is one of them. But there's gotcha. no. They are doing. Um, fun note about that. Um, they are. Um, their farewell episode is either this month or next month. I don't really know because I don't have cable. That's my only issue with that <laughs> so one. So you'll find it at some point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically, it'll be on Max at some point, and I'll steal it. But, gotcha. Um, it, the show is coming to an end. The band is doing a farewell tour with oh, Baby it. Metal. Yeah, yeah, look at right there. Death Clock announced 2023 tour. Are you going to go? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Because they're um, on tour with Baby Metal. Movie, that's movie. also a band I've always wanted to see. Yeah, see. The way to finally over Death Clock's return, we're getting a tour with Baby Metal, a new movie, Metalopolis, Bad Army of the Doomstar, plus a companion soundtrack and long-awaited Death Clock album, Death Album 4. <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome. So, that's a pretty layup answer. I knew that was going to be on somebody's list. I didn't know how early it was going to be on somebody's list, though. Oh, I thought it was going to be on JJ's list, so I thought this conversation was going to be tabled. Well, this was yeah. JJ's idea, so <laughs> I think JJ had a lot in the repertoire, many ideas, many options. Yes. And with that, we'll move on to your number five. Bruno Mars. That is a real person. <laughs> I do not believe so. I believe he is a giant chicken in a man costume, and that's why he looks different to me every time no, someone shows No, he's a giant a man in a chicken costume, okay? Get it right. <laughs> Brendan Small is going to point at Marcos. It's going to be his Paramore moment. <laughs> <laughs> Small. Is that going to be a running gag by the Paramore moments? If you want to know what the Paramore moment was, there's literally a whole YouTube video that I cut to leave that part out of the main conversation. Haley Williams looked at me and told me she loves me. I'm still writing the high off of it. But Bruno Mars is not your number five. It can't no, be. It's not. <laughs> Who was your number five? My real Please. number five. It's probably going to be on a lot of people's lists. I hope it's not on any of y'all's. But they put mockumentaries on the map. Fuck. <laughs> no, they. Oh, no, it's not. Because I haven't seen this movie. Oh, okay. Well, their amps go to 11. Yep. Yep. This is Spinal Tap. This is goddamn Spinal <laughs> Tap. Oh, my God. And I told them just make ten louder <laughs> <laughs> because it goes to eleven. <laughs> no, and then they said, "Can you make it black? Uh, how much more? None more black." <laughs> when I talk about words being jumbled, that's what I mean. None more black cracks me up indefinitely. JJ, why is this your number five? The movie is hilarious. One and the little like actual songs that they do play they're not bad like, they're really not they're, they're really not good songs uh, but yeah i think my favorite moments when he gets stuck in the pod <laughs> 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 
Hold on, let's see. Well, let me play. I'm gonna play the 11 clip so people know what we're talking about. Yeah. About the speaker going to 11. It's the classic scene from the movie. Top two. The name of the band is Spinal Tap. Yes. The name of the movie is This is Spinal. This is Spinal Tap. Is the name of the movie Spinal Tap? The band. It's very, very special. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> These go to eleven. Hold on. So they got they get stuck in a pod. Let's see, stuck yeah. in pod. Um, let's take a look. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Rock, rock and roll creation live, nineteen eighty four. Be sure to watch Spinal Tap. It's one of the only ones of those guys that I have not seen. Um, and that- also, Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer. Yeah. Who's Harry Shear? Simpsons. Oh. <laughs> That's quite wonderful. Mm. That's your number five. Yep. It was Spinal Tap. My number five is fucking dumb. And it's also very quick, though. Um, because I was like, okay, let me look at all these lists. Let me look at all. I had to look at a list. Like, who are all the fake names, right? And this one, they only made one album, but it is a. It's kind of a it's kind of a holy uh, disgrace if if you think about it. Hold on, let me find the I'm name. I'm amazed by our chat, by the way. They're dropping some good ideas that because I thought about this for a long time, and I'm very happy with my list. I wouldn't change it, but like the wedding singer and sex bomb are good. Oh yeah, there's yeah. they're on there. So yeah, I have a whole list of uh, my honorable mentions, but um, this right here is the one I'm trying to find, and this one is from. It's actually. The lead singer has been in many other bands, but this one in particular was my favorite. My number five is Faith Plus One. Oh Lord, you are my savior. You know I miss you so much when you are gone. With great inspirational songs like I Wasn't Born Again Yesterday. <laughs> okay. That's it, yeah. You guys get it. It's South Park, it's Cartman's harebrained scheme to get a uh, platinum record, right, before Stan and Kyle and their band. But no, the fact that all of those like little tidbits of song, body of Christ, 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 like all of the ones that got stuck in my head, and then just the fact that it's like, no, you're not... You don't love Jesus. You're in love with Jesus. <laughs> and then I, I haven't been able to hear Christian rock the same way again. So now I'm only thinking like every time it's like, you know, Jesus, you're the one. It's like this good guy lo- wants to fuck Jesus. <laughs> all it's, of them. All of them are like that to me now. You don't. You've never had a moment where you like found out like that band was Christian. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> totally. You told me a couple. Sorry. Yeah. Um, like. I have to write What's these the, down. Uh, we have to write these. Oh, down. the killers being Christian. A lot of people didn't. That went over their head. See, some people think so. Some people don't think so. No, they're they. Sad. What was that jar of mud song? The jar of mud, puddle of mud. Was it? Put- no, it wasn't puddle. Everything's on blur. MXPX is definitely one that. MXPX. Like, which one's that one? They're a punk band, but uh, they're but still like, it snuck into the scene a lot. I thought it was funny that jar of clay. Yeah, Frisco Flame got me. Jar um, of clay was the one I was thinking of. What was their name? Uh, Under Oath was a super Christian band, and then they went on Warp Tour and started hanging out with fight, Fat Mike, making fun of them all the time. And at the end of it, they were like, "I think we're less Christian now." Oh, <laughs> the one that surprised me was Switchfoot. Yeah. Oh, that Dare was... you to move? You hear that song? You're, yeah. Oh, actually, no. You hear, uh, "We were meant to live so much more." And you're like, "Oh, that's a pretty cool song." Then you hear that follow-up one where it's like, "Oh, this is super Jesusy." <laughs> I completely fucked that up. Aquabats are Mormon. 
I don't know about that one. I don't know about that. Skillet? Skillet is just a good name for a Fly, band that's wasted on a Christian Fly band? Flyleaf. Flyleaf. Yeah. I can feel you, Jesus, around me. It's a good song. I like that, that Flyleaf song. Make anyone less Christian. P.O.D. did sneak in. Uh, Creed was up front. Their name is Creed. But right. uh, <laughs> I didn't know what P.O.D. stood for. And then one day I looked it up and I was like, oh. What does P.O.D. stand for? It's like principles uh, or something. Principles or disciples. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hold on. I'm writing down. I promised my girlfriend that I'd write down the top fives because somebody in the chat last episode at the halfway point was like, what's their top five so far? I was like, we don't know ever. <laughs> we always forget them halfway through. I always forget. I mean, I have mine written down, um, but because I want to be able to. Because if not, I look at my phone and I get in trouble. I have like my top five every show list that we've done. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Top five stand-up comedians right here. Look at that. Rompers, so rom-coms. Look at. So, what was your number five? How do you spell it? Mega clock. Death clock. Death clock. See, I was gonna call it mega clock. Death clock. I'm gonna do it phonetically. Spinal tap. And then my number five, Faith plus one. Marcos, what's your number four? So this guy only released. Actually, I don't released. Think he released any CDs or albums. Um. But this episode was the weirdest episode that I ever saw. And it, it so he does become a musical instrument. He does go on touring. But it was just one of the weirdest things because, like, this cartoon never had any guests. Okay. And then out of nowhere, they're. I think they, I know what you're <laughs> is it, is, Well, no, it can't be Arthur, but. <laughs> no. It's Mr. Wynn from yeah. Hey Arnold. Oh! Fuck, that's such a good one. I wrote him down. Oh, he's on the list. Fuck, that's so good. Oh, yeah. It's, see, it was because he went to the Grand Ole Opry, right? Yeah. That's how I even knew about that oh, thing. Yeah. God, Mr. Wynn. I talking. That's the, the simple things. H, yeah, the simple things. Yeah, H Y N H and H because you can spell win a bunch of different ways. Uh, <laughs> the simple thing. I was actually listening to that on Twitter. Someone posted it's like, why did he go off so hard? And it's like an actual country singer. What's it's the guy? Randy, Randy Travis. Travis. <laughs> <laughs> that means more than to other people than it does to me. But I know who Randy Travis is. He's a really big country singer and did like a couple movies. Right. That's about it. But no. But this song. He did that episode of Hair. <laughs> this song. <laughs> is incredible. I'd give them back in a big old sack and keep the simple, simple things. I've got, got the simple things. Got spicy chicken wings. Got french fried onion rings. That's God. That's such a good song. <laughs> that is such a good song. Also, Matt Chocolate Gaming subscribed for 14 months in a row to 10 month streak. Almost there. Thank you so much for joining us. Perfect road trip song. I would have never thought to play this outside of anywhere. <laughs> really, outside There's of the world. There's an extended version. There's like the three. Yeah, this is the, this is the limited version. Got spicy chicken green. Fucking awesome, dude. You would probably make an hour-long podcast that I don't know. I don't know anything <laughs> of this. But somehow, because Hey Arnold has no guests. It was a pretty small kids cartoon. You either loved it or don't, or don't know what it is. Right. And then I don't know where they pulled in Randy Travis for a fucking episode. For, for a <laughs> Vietnamese guy to be a country star. Yeah, and that was the other thing that made it really surprising. It's like, oh, like, because he, he straight up is super, like, cartoony Vietnamese. For right. Most of this. Yeah. He talks like this all the yeah. time. Like, it's, yes. it's Dominic trying to make a joke is how he sounds like. And he switches to that voice, the country voice. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, he was like, oh, I have a dark secret that I really love country music and they played that and i was like oh this is actually pretty cool and then uh, everything about that whole moment and it's actually kind of super meta because after he plays on the grand old opry randy travis guest stars on the episode and is like oh you did <laughs> like as himself he, intro he, intro <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's right here. he was right here 
<laughs> yeah, let's see if, like, if he does the intro, I think. Before I begin, I have something to say. Yeah, see? It is honor to be here. So temper. So he has like broken English, and like that's how he yeah. sounds, it's fine. Yeah. But then he just kicks into fucking ah, You can offer me <laughs> uh, what's funny is that Mr. Wynn also had one of the most compelling cartoon episodes of like the 90s with the Christmas special where he's trying to find yeah, his daughter yeah. and they show Vietnam fucking collapsing and he's like, take my daughter. It's like the GIs are like, fuck it, let's go. I think it's fucking dark. That whole scene. I, I think we almost and then we ended up like somebody was sick, but we were going to do an episode of top five Christmas episodes. Mm-hmm. That was on my list, but yeah. we just didn't end up. I think up we doing brought it, it up. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember us talking about it. Yeah, this shit's fucking intense, man. Where he's like, all right, everyone wanted to get out of Vietnam. They had room for one more. So I gave up my fucking daughter and left her alone in New York City. They gave me an address that she'll be here. And I've been in this boarding house for 20 years trying to find her. Also, I'm going to go and be a country star. (laughs) And my daughter will probably see it and never recognize me because she was a baby when I gave her up. Hey, I love Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold's probably top five cartoons for me, like childhood cartoons. Yeah. Excellent, excellent show. there's later seasons that I didn't watch just because I I just lost cable at a certain point. But mm-hmm. there is an there is an element of the first couple of seasons. It has my one of my favorite Halloween episodes about the haunted train. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite. That's right. Two episodes are up there too, and then random sweet episodes like the turtle that they fucking say. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, and then Pigeon Man, where I've literally like in my head drawn like. Somebody being carried by pigeons. <laughs> after that, but, but then there's also the equally stupid ones. Which is the one I like, where he joins an eating contest, and Grandpa goes, "Eat through the pain." <laughs> and every time I get full and I want to finish my plate, I think of Grandpa. And there's that one time where he became a hood, like Grandpa became a hoodlum, and yeah. he just started breaking the law. And he's well, like, "Gonna sneak into an R-rated movie." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <I'm- laughs> What you did inspired some other random thought that I was just like, damn, that show was crazy. Because they did background gags before anybody else did oh, background yeah, yeah, gags yeah. in a way where it's just like, oh, we're going to go make this plan to break into the school. All right, I'm going to go free the animals. Sure, go do yeah, that. Yeah, Chocolate <laughs> Boy? It was, yeah. it was Chocolate Boy, right? Yeah, and then later he shows up at the end riding a giraffe. <laughs> He's like, we're going to go bring the dead. We're going to go bring all the animals out of the zoo. All right, Chocolate Boy, you go do that. <laughs> the episode ends with him riding on the back of chocolate on his mouth. No, um, shit, what was I going to say? Oh, that was the one thing I never knew what cherry tops were. Cherry tops, that's cheese it. I sometimes say that in my head. I'm like, oh shit, cops. Uh, boy bands do count, by the way. So yes, uh, boy boy bands. B12 from American Dad. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah, Helga did say Arnold's Arnold made her girlhood quiver. She said crap all the time. Yeah. Too. I was like, that was a little salacious. And then the mom was an alcoholic. It's hilarious. It's it's a good show. The it's show is probably. The most adult thing uh, Nickelodeon did up until the la- Avatar. Well, the creator was trying to get a spinoff on MTV with the Patakis. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there was, it was, that was even way darker because it was like, yeah, yeah, Helga's neglected. Mom's a legit alcoholic. It was going to... Beeper King is out of a job. Yeah, it was going to flash forward like five years or something like then that. Olga and was like the golden child too. It's a fucked up dynamic. Olga, well, if the show had, if the spinoff had taken off, if MTV had bitten... It, I think he said that Bob's beepers would have like tanked, right? Because no one's buying beepers, right? Yeah, yeah. Olga, something would have happened to Olga, like she got married too young or something and divorced, right? And so now she's not the golden child anymore. It's so, like lives at home and shit, yeah. And Miriam was going to stop drinking, 
and she was going to like start supporting the family. She was like a news anchor running some right, right. Like, network show. That fucking dynamic is crazy, man. The Patakis. That's your number five. Four. Number four. JJ, what's your number four? I kind of want to keep this like bluegrass country. <laughs> keep, it, keep it a rolling. Keep it a rolling. So my number four is the Soggy Bottom Boys. The Soggy Bottom Boys. It's, oh, brother, where are they? Ah, that's what they were called. I almost saw them too. This is one of my favorite like rewatchable movies ever. Yeah. Okay, my, my cousin says that, yeah. and he goes, "It's one of my favorite watchable movies." I'm a Dapper I've, Dan man. <laughs> I say that shit all the time. <laughs> I've never seen the movie though. I still haven't seen the movie. I think it's free on Prime. Oh well, then I should watch that movie tonight. I got too much shit to do. But the Soggy Bottom Boys. That song. I've heard the song though. Oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me, let's get to the music. We only got so much. Uh, Sorry, uh, I'm, I'm just. There's so many, like, because this was on my list too, so I'll just flip something around. But there's, there's a part where they go to record, and it's just like, they're just trying to make money. They're fucking yeah. broke. <laughs> right. And it's just like, because um, it's the 19, it's like the Depression, so everybody's racist. It's like, are y'all colored? It's like, <laughs> none of us are miscegenated. <laughs> yeah, let me find that scene real quick. Let's see. Let me pull it over here. Just to help him down. Is that Clooney actually singing, or is that somebody no, else? It's somebody else. But, but say. uh, what is it? Gambling Bob. Uh huh. Look up Gambling Bob. That's actually the dude singing because he's an actual like country singer. Gambling Bob. <laughs> Gambling addiction is not what I'm looking for. YouTube. <laughs> Gambling Bob. Let's see here. Uh, oh, no. Gambling Bob Singer. Let's take a look right here. That's Bob Dylan. Kenny Rogers is the gambler. What am I looking for? Here we go. Home Free. Them? No. What's his name? I think it's Ryan Bignum. Who? Ryan, like, if you look at it, Ryan Bignum. It was there. Do the cowboy hat. This guy? No, yeah. but it's in Oh Brother Where Art Thou. They sing the song. Oh. Yeah, Soggy Bottom Boys sing the song. Yeah, that's just Yellowstone, but. Yeah. I'm getting confused right now. There you go. Soggy Bottom Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Show me which clip. No, <laughs> oh, it doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. Oh, I forgot about the three sisters. They were hot. That, I would totally would have fell for that. What, what was the, the root? Was it a ruse? So they're right there. Oh, yeah. oh I see them right there. Yeah. I see a bunch of wet, and wet ladies. And go to the middle, because there's like... A... Alright, a little bit more than the middle. He's the one that sings uh, Gambling Bob. Gotcha. Go to sleep. In, in fucking <laughs> Lake Austin by now. <laughs> that's, how, that's how the killer's getting them, just like this. But, um, so, fun fact, because you haven't seen this, this movie is based on the Odyssey. Yeah. Oh. So those are sirens. Gotcha. They fight a cyclops, like... <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to watch that movie tonight. <laughs> this this show's coming coming out later, everybody. Turn me into a toad. <laughs> we thought you was a toad. <laughs> That's your number four. Yeah. Soggy Bottom Boys and some anime stuff. I don't know why I switched over, and they were gone. My number four, this is probably my dumbest pick by far, um, but it's going to, and it's, here's the thing. It's old-timey, but do you know where, where that movie was set, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? What, where I think was it was set, set over like several. Appalachia. Oh, Appalachia. <laughs> okay. Because I'm going. We'll see a cow on a roof. 
Damn, there's so many things about this that are just like you're in the know and people are in the chat having fun yeah. and Sam's like they're just saying random bullshit. I know. I don't know what's going on. I'm just trying to figure it out. Uh, mostly I'm trying to queue up my band because my band, my band number four, so they're hometown heroes. See, I thought I saw a kind of western southern. I thought maybe they're from California, maybe made it out made it out west to sing some country. I don't know. Because these boys right here somehow made it from Motown to California. Um, they are, they've released, I think there's like four albums of legitimately released music, but they are fictional. They were invented by the California Raisin Society. I might have performed the California Raisins. <laughs> the goddamn California Raisins. I had like a couple toys of them as a kid. I don't know yeah. how. <laughs> they were like at the bottom of the nasty Legos and stuff like that. But we had California Raisin toys. Uh, there was a special I saw on YouTube where they talked about the California Raisins and how these this boosted raisin production and value like 900% or something like that over the course of a year. It's, it's just like a the giant, nation for some reason. Right. It's like a giant bell curve of like <laughs> raisins, raisins, raisins. And then they stopped making music. And then it's like, oh, no, this is not sustainable anymore. We can't do this anymore. Even I have like California Raisin toys. So right. It's like... I I feel like Frisco they were Flame, everywhere. They were huge. Yeah. And then the Simpsons came out and we were like, why did we even bother? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But these these guys, album after album, and they were like confused. They were like, okay, we want to sell raisins, but now we're selling albums. Like we're selling a lot of albums. Hold on. The California Raisins History. It was this really cool little documentary. There we go. Uh, this is Weird History Food. Only 10 minutes. Consumer costs, long shelf life, and high nutritional value. It's hard to sell people on raisins as a snack food. Enter the California Raisins, a quartet of singing claymation characters who made it to the top of the charts, hung out with a slew of celebrities, and had a popular TV hit. Today, we're talking about how the California Raisins became a national phenomenon. That was the toy we had right there. That one, that one with the screaming face right there. No, it's it's insanity how much they took over. Like the claymation and everything uh how many records they sold i want to see if i could find like the record uh like the record sales that they had because it was insane <laughs> what are they like man i hate raisins but i, I do, do love claymation <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> that was 100 ray charles here we go here we go the oh, california wow. raisins merchandising snowballed into 300 different products including <laughs> clothing bed sheets halloween costumes car accessories lunch boxes and even toilet paper which, considering what Vinton said about their original design, is all kinds of Alanis Morissette ironic. <laughs> yeah, this guy, these guys are awesome. Uh, weird food. But that's my number four. It's mostly because when I looked at that video right there and I saw like how much money they made, how big of a cultural impact it was, I was a little bit after it age-wise. It stopped like 95, 96, started tapering off, but like still massive, massively huge, massively successful, and... I like Motown. And they cover, like, all the hits. They did, like, uh, hold on. They think they did La Bamba? Let me see here. California Raisins That sounds like a generic album. song they would do. Oh, no, yeah, because it was, like, uh, California Raisins sing the hits. And so they have, like, La Bamba, Lean on Me, Somebody Stand By Me. On vinyl, 100%. <laughs> Somebody has what? Somebody has this on vinyl. Oh, for sure. <laughs> the California Raisins, baby. It's not a bad cover either. I'm not sure that is a cover. <laughs> there you go. Calvin Reyes, my number four. Very silly. 
Very cool, though, because I did actually end up listening for about 30 minutes to this music. I was like, these ain't bad. This whole soundtrack right here, sing the hit songs, ain't bad. When a man loves a woman, money, 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 money. Marcos, what Shane is McMahon your theme song? Yes. <laughs> here comes the money. <laughs> hey, we got to bring back the California Raisins, sing the Mexicans theme song. That would be incredible. That'd be a dream come true. I don't know if they exist anymore or live. I think but. I'd rather get Death Clock. But that's a, I, I, what's harder to get, though. Let's be honest. California Brendan Raisins, Small still alive. California Raisins <laughs> are fictional, so they can be alive whenever we want. We just got to buy the licensing rights. Which, if Pop doesn't have them, I think we have a chance. Marcos, what's your number three? Um, so the thing that made this list the hardest is I really like Coen Brothers movies. So JJ took one of mine, which was uh, the Soggy Bottom Boys. So I'm just gonna pivot. To another Coen Brothers movie, and it's Buster Scruggs. <laughs> oh, the ballad of Buster Scruggs! I never heard actually one song of his at all. So it's you. The you would like, might like the opening because it's actually a very whimsical musical for the first fifteen minutes. Is it when the Cowboys trades the Spurs for wings? Yep. There you go. I have to click the wrong thing. Hi, Chad. How you doing over there? He is the guy that sings the ballad of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> no, no, no. In the Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Oh. The song that you couldn't find. Oh. He's, a, he's, a little, he's the little guy. I guess. Yeah. Same no. actor, right? Yes, bro. Yeah, you, you, you got it right yeah. there. Let's see. Let's take a look. Skip ahead a little bit. So you find yourself singing your last cowboy song. It's it's musical for the first 15 minutes because Serenity's like, I've heard of this movie, didn't know it had anything to do with music. I didn't either. The title he- is Ballad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a metaphorical ballad of Buster Scruggs. Um, so what's the name of the dude that got in trouble for... Well, Everything. Franco. I would oh. say Ezra Miller. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but James Franco. James Franco. James Franco, the one's like, first time, that's from that movie. Oh, where he got hung. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. He gets hung twice. <laughs> Hence the first time. It's a pretty damn good song. <laughs> what I'm hearing right now. Um... Uh, I, it's whimsical I, I, and depressing as hell, Felix says. No, yeah, no, yeah. The, because the whole opening is he's kind of a badass. He's like, I'm going to hit this guy with a trick shot and then like just a shotgun over the shoulder kind of thing. Oh, God, he's... But he's singing as he does it because right. it is an opening musical for the first like 15 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. And um, he uses like a mirror and he's all pretty and white. Like you can see him there like even right. before yeah. he gets shot. And then like when it's not a musical right before he gets shot, it's really funny because he's like you can see a hole through his head in the like the shadow oh he's like well that ain't good (laughs) (laughs) Mm, i don't know if i want to be sad so we'll see it's actually not sad he's like oh i I gotta go to heaven now it's over now and the and the james franco story is super funny actually (laughs) fine I, i feel bad for like I'll never see him in a movie again because his delivery is pretty funny. I don't even remember how bad it was. What? Uh, he scammed a bunch of people because he opened a school that was essentially I a thought he cult. wanted to sleep with, sleep with the kids. That's what like, that yeah, he was teaching. opening a school to teach acting will help you accomplish that goal. Wait, <laughs> wait, is this the character or actual James Franco? Actual, okay, actual James Franco. Because it sounds like something you could do in a movie. <laughs> said he will never work with him again. So that's how bad, because they were best friends for the longest time. So That's uh, crazy. I, it's just It was just a matter of like, I just go in and out because at this point in time, like, 
last week the the girl that made the ukulele song already forgot her name there's just so much shit that happens oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no james franco i knew he was problematic i just didn't know how yeah bad. that's what I, I forget yeah and it's i i know that it's not what you're supposed to do but it's like i literally probably need an excel sheet of every like diddler every diddler for the most part yeah well i don't have that list but we know that his he's biggest bad. crime is what he did to faulkner <laughs> not following Faulkner's an author. I don't read. Right. <laughs> James Franco tried to make three movies based, based on, on Faulkner's, Faulkner's Oh, my God. That was it like The Room. Also, yeah, that makes me not want to watch The Disaster Artist anymore because that was a fun movie. And that book. was the last movie he did before he yeah. got in trouble. No, the audiobook is amazing. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. It's read by Mark. Yeah. It's read by, by Greg, uh, Sist- Greg Sistero. It's not little kids. It's just little kids compared to James Franco's age. When you're... 38 or whatever, trying to sleep with 18-year-olds. It's basically... It's not a good look. It's legal, yes, but if you're talking about the legality of what you're doing... <laughs> also, <laughs> everyone seems to forget that element about the school. He legit opened a school to teach young, aspiring actors, and the people that he was trying to sleep with was the same young, aspiring actors. actors that signed up for his school and were paying him a ton of money. <laughs> God dang it, man. That's fucked up. So we move on from him and continue on with Buster Scruggs, which is your number three. Right. And that brings us to JJ, your number three as well. My number three. All right. So I don't really have a theme to piggyback off of this time. (laughs) Because he piggybacked off of your theme. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I'm in a weird spot here. So I'm just going to go with alternate universe Michael Jackson, Miracle Johnson. Miracle Johnson. I was going to say Powerline? Just type in Friday Night Yakuza. Yakuza Zero. Miracle Johnson, Yakuza Zero. So you said Miracle... Sorry, would you tell me to look up specifically, though, as I... Friday Night. Friday Night. Okay. I'm going to make her mind's also good, but Friday Night's like the song. All right. Let's see. So, okay. So this is... (laughs) Joe Jiro. Yeah. Yakuza. (laughs) Top official bands is our number five. This is our number three, though. And so this is a guy... JJ, please please set this clip up before I play it for you. So Yakuza Zero takes place in the 80s in Japan. (laughs) As you can tell, immediately in this one frame. (laughs) And uh, in one of the side quests, you have to help out alternate universe... This this universe's version of Steven Spielberg, okay. who is directing the next Michael Jackson music video, who in this v- okay. universe is Miracle Johnson. Miracle Johnson. This is 80s black Michael Jackson. <laughs> okay. make, it, make it a track. Let's listen. This is so. Have you not been a Yakuza character for Halloween at any given time? No. I feel like you can embody a lot of this energy right here at any moment. Totally, I'm Majima. He's got the ponytail. You'd have to wear a suit. Right. Essentially, we should get you a suit with some pointy collars. There you go, right there, and you're solid. JJ, this is pretty great. Yeah. I could just play the whole song because I'm jamming right now, actually. Their dance, their dance moves are a little wanting, though. It's, yeah. it's the same loop. It's a mini game. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, I, I, I need, I need them to, to, to really get Miracle Johnson the credit uh, that is due. You can look up the other song by him. I'm gonna make her mine. Yeah, oh. There you go. 
That's it. Wait, now, what trying if they... to impress? <laughs> <laughs> this is the two of them, exactly. Um, that we need AI covers for Miracle Johnson. <laughs> Make him sing Michael Jackson. <laughs> but that is your number three, yes. Miracle Johnson. My number three. My number three is now we're getting to heavy hitters. This one, I don't think will be on anybody's list. It'll definitely be on your honorable mentions at least. I don't know if you guys have put it on your main list, though. Let me go ahead and cue this up while I talk about... Um, this one, one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite foods. Now, have you guys ever heard of a ricochet biscuit? No. It's the type of biscuit that if you throw it against the wall and it bounces back and it goes into your mouth, and if it doesn't, you go hungry. Bow, bow, bow. Now, for those of the people you just who some. know <laughs> what that is, my number three is the Blues Brothers. <laughs> that's one of their. That's, that's one of their answer. sketches. That's one of their sketches that they do, and it's fucking awesome. It's just like, here's the thing. You think about the characters of the Blues Brothers and the Saturday Night Live characters. They have their bit. It's a joke. But if you really think down to the core of the two individuals playing the Blues Brothers, it's hilarious. It's like, all right, we're going to pretend to be musical geniuses and stars and the coolest motherfuckers of all time. Deal, deal. And then everyone agreed that they were the coolest, baddest motherfuckers of all time. They got to sing what they wanted. They got to throw out at least a couple albums. They get a fucking awesome movie. The Blues Brothers are fucking cool. One Let me awesome see if I can find And then like four other... <laughs> varying degrees. Varying degrees. <laughs> that was my favorite joke in Mission Hill. <laughs> That's not even the real Blues Brothers. Yet, John Goodman sends his regards, and John Belushi's been dead for like 20 years. <laughs> okay, uh, it's called Rubber yeah, Biscuit. Well, the other day, you know, I had a ricochet biscuit. A ricochet biscuit is the kind of a biscuit that's supposed to bounce back off the wall back in your mouth. <laughs> If it don't bounce back, <laughs> you go hungry. Ball, ball, ball. That's a fucking song. And I used to love them as a kid. My, my dad would play it in the background. My cousins would play it in the background. It's They're fucking funny. All, like, I can't even think of a lot of the songs now because it's just been a while. But I, but then there was, the funny thing was that I did Sammy AC shit because I hadn't seen the movies. I'd only listened to the albums. And I was like, oh, they're a comedy sketch? <laughs> I found out later they, that they weren't real. They're one of only two SNL people that got movies that they're the characters are so big you don't actually remember they're an SNL sketch. Who are the other ones? Wayne's World. Oh, that's right. That's pretty good. <laughs> I was like Lonely Island, but no. People remember. No, Adam Sandberg is not that great. It's just a matter of Adam like Sandberg. <laughs> Andy Sandberg. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> His name's not even that great. It's not even that, it's not even that you need to get it together. But yeah, Blues Brothers is my number three. And before we get to our number twos, you guys all know what time it is. It's time for commercial breaks. So sit back, relax, get yourself a beverage, get yourself a, a restroom break or something, and we'll continue with our top five fictional bands. And performers, singers, all that stuff. And we'll do a recap right when we get back. So sit tight. We'll be right back. Bow, bow, bow. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Manscaped Ad Time. Did you know that over 5 million people have trusted their body and everything related to men's grooming to manscaped.com? That's so many people. If you try to conceptualize how many people, 5 million people is... Well, you'll just lose your darn mind. But before you try doing that, I just need you to listen to me because Manscaped has been used by so many people because they're one of the, if not the, I think in my heart of hearts, the 
most trusted in body grooming technology when it comes to face. Yeah, that's right. They do, don't just do base, the body. They do face stuff, beard trimmers, nose, ears, body, underarms, groinal areas, underneath the groinal areas where the sun don't shine. They got a light on the lawnmower 4.0. And so here's the thing, folks. Anywhere you got hair and you don't want it there, get manscaped. Look at the technology that they got right here. The Performance Package 4.0. It's got the Weed Whacker 2.0. It's got the Lawnmower 4.0. The Crop Reviver. The Crop Preserver. Well, what's the Crop Reviver and the Crop Preserver? Well, the Crop Reviver is a toner for your huevos in case you want to spritz them right there, make them all nice and fresh. And the Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing deodorant. Oh my gosh, and here's the thing I'm excited about, because Manscaped has renewed with the excellence again, and they love us, and we love them. They're sending me a Beard Hedger Pro Kit, and so I'm going to be able to try for you all the beard balm, the beard conditioner, the beard oil, the beard shampoo, the trimmers, the combs, the brushes. I'm going to be able to try all of that for you, and they're giving that to me as a gift. Oh my god, did you steal my... Why are you stealing the Beard Hedger Pro Kit? Beard hedger that you can use and you'll get one too. Actually, you already have one. What do you think of it? I, I love it. I don't even know how you heard that. <laughs> I'm sitting right next to him and it's whisper quiet. Oh, no, it's really loud when you have a microphone. But <laughs> he's interrupting my ad right now. But you am see I, that or right am now? I making it better? Well, look, well, you're giving ambient noise, which can be alluring to the people knowing that. Look at the attachment. What you really need to show them, though, Marcos, because it's the beard hedger. Yeah, they get it. Can you show them the zoom wheel, though? Hold it up in front of you and look at how it adjusts. Click it back all the way up, all the way up. It goes higher. Look at how it's extending. You don't need multiple attachments. You just need the one because that zoom wheel right there in the middle gives you up to 20 decisions right there to make in terms of length. But I can't wait to try the beard shampoo and the oil, the balm and the conditioner. I don't even know what order I'm supposed to put the balm or the conditioners in. So this right here, shampoo, it's all conditioner, some... balm, oil. JJ knows. I don't know. I'm going to learn from him. <laughs> but you see all this? It looks good. But it's a little dry. It's hot out there, you know, in the summer. Keep it moist. Keep it right. Keep it tight. That's just for the people with the beards. If you got body hair, you could be a man or a woman with body hair or non-binary. Y'all got hair too. You can get it taken care of with all of the delightful Manscaped products. Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker 2.0. We all got ears and no hair, nose hairs. Got the Buff Bundle if you want to just smell good. Ultra Smooth Package if you want to get down to the nitty gritty and have yourself smooth as eggs. There's a solution for everything. And be sure to use coupon code MEX20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's coupon code MEX20 for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Your balls, your face, your body, your arms, your legs under armpits, uh, the hair on your chinny chin chin. I use it on my head too. All of it. All of it. Well, thank you. Get 20% off free shipping using code MEX20. MEX20. 20% off and free shipping. You remember it. You know it. You love it. And we love it too. And we love you too. Manscaped your balls, your body, your face, and I will thank you. Yeah, fake bands that entered. <laughs> now we're just talking about real people. All right, everybody. Now we're back with fictional bands. Our top five fictional bands. I could have almost made a list. No, I could have made a list of top five bands with fictional lore. <laughs> <laughs> just like bands with like fake backgrounds like Guar, Tenacious D. Guar, Tenacious D. Um, the Gorillas. The Gorillas. The gorillas. <laughs> Um, Mass Intruder. What's an? What would be a, another one? Patreon exclusive coming very soon or never. I can never Crescendals. tell. The what? 
The well, Crescent Dolls. Is that from Daft Punk? Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Actually, Daft Punk is kind of a fictional band, too, in a way that they have fictional lore. Right. They are not actual robots. (laughs) But I believe. One of them exploded. One of them did explode. (laughs) That was murder. There's there's murder charges pending for somebody. But my top five thus far, my number five has been Faith Plus One. My number four is California Raisins. My number three is the Blues Brothers. Marcos, what is your top five, four, three? Uh, Five, Death Clock, four, Mr. Wynn, and three... Uh, Buster Scruggs and his ballad. And JJ, well, you're top you bottom three. Me. Huh? You tell me. Oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> Yours is going to be Spinal Tap, Soggy Bottom Boys, and Miracle Johnson. There you go. And now we're moving on to Marcos is number two. Marceline the Vampire Queen. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Marceline is a character, but she's also a a, he's just a musician. Yeah, she's just a musician. She's had eternity, well, not eternity, a thousand years, and a long time she learned how to play a sick bass. Um, and also there's an element of Marceline that is just like, her songs on top of being um, musically really good, I don't know who the fuck made the music for Adventure Time. I don't go behind the screen, the, the, the scenes like that. For a while, that. it was the creator of uh, uh, Steven Universe. Hmm. She was one of the songwriters on it. Uh, well, Daddy, Shepard. why did you eat my fries? That's a song. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's funny because it's a metaphor for like her dad taking advantage of her, which is a big thing in Adventure Time. I mean, you can watch it as just this really like dumb like song like video, right? Or you can watch it and be like, oh shit, there. There's a lot of shit here. Oh yeah, uh, I could, I, I'm gonna <laughs> cut you off right there because of my random experience of like. You always not a bad thing. Anytime you'd mention like uh, mention like animation, you always yeah. talk about Adventure Time. Adventure Time is one of your favorite animations, yeah. and how it's oh, it has all these adult themes and stuff like that. And I'm like, every cartoon has adult themes. Everybody, sorry folks, quick inserts. Uh, Twitch said we couldn't use any of the audio from Marceline's songs, but we just go on to talk about how they are very deep and very involved with like a very sad story with the Ice King and whatnot in Adventure Time. So uh, sorry. It's gone forever. You'll never hear that part of the conversation. And now we're going to head back right now. That sounds like somebody who's grieving their grievances in song. And they're like, yeah. Hmm. But overall, that hmm. whole episode, which is for it being like, well, when they renewed the show for movies, they were like, we're going to cover more adult themes. That whole episode is about learning how to be vulnerable to your partner kind of thing. <laughs> right. And I was just, just like, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they're like, huh. Well, I didn't get my big movie produced. Okay, we got animation. All right, I'm just going to write what I was going to write anyway. Oh, no, they they <laughs> got everything produced. Their ending is amazing. Like, the song hole almost made my list because they write the ending song. Hmm. Well, oh, my God. This poor little manta ray ate this poor little dragon man. Yeah, now. it's about, like, he experienced some sort of trauma, and then that's why it became the monster to terrorize the village kind of thing. That's heinous. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also your number two. My Smart number two. Song. JJ, what is your number two? I've been seeing it in the chat a lot, so I think it's time. Is it Awesome Powers? No. Okay, because Daddy wasn't there. That's a bop. Just, just <laughs> as a reminder, Daddy wasn't there. A bop. We are sex bomb. There it One, is two, right three, there. Sex bomb. Now, do you want the Scott that Pilgrim? Stream Relay was super, like, win sex. <laughs> 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 Gotta give the people what they want. 
Oh my god! Well, first so, of all, are you talking about from but, the movie or just the comic? I mean, you can't hear the comic. So no, actually, the, the comic gives notes. Yeah. On how to make the songs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so technically, is this the song from the comic then? Yes. Garbage truck is the same in the comic and in the uh, movie. Yeah. Garbage truck. Yeah. Beck wrote the songs for the movie for the most part, but garbage truck is just straight up from the comic. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Well, let's take a listen real quick. <laughs> Also, speaking of groomers, <laughs> he does get that. Was she like 12, 14 or something like that? No, 17. Knives is like 17. She's no, a high schooler. Knives is a high schooler, but Scott is only like 21. Yeah. Nah. It's not great. It's not I great. I definitely remember being in high school looking down at people like Scott. Right. But um, and a then, fun fact about this, this uh She's comic 16, Mandy says. Is, uh, it's written by an Asian dude. Yeah, Scott okay. Pilgrim is 100% written by an Asian. It, Scott is not a good person. Oh, he's, he's definitely yeah, not. No, no. no. He, he's literally wrote this as to be like, yeah, Scott is a shitbag, and this is about his redemption. Right. Oh, yeah, it is talking about being problematic in the movie, because his sister gets mad at him, right? She's like, yeah. that's yeah. an actual like, a high schooler. Yeah. But um, it, so they have all the songs in the movie, and then are there any songs like, in the other things? Two. Like, I know the video game. No, there's the... two songs in the comic in the movie. Oh, uh, gotcha. I, I don't know if there's more than that because uh, the movie. So the movie is perfect because I think Scott Pilgrim is getting an animated something or whatever for yeah. Netflix. Mm-hmm. But like up until I think the third Evil X, it's perfect one for one. Mm-hmm. And then they have to squish everyone else in like 45 yeah. minutes. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's not how it goes down. We will absolutely get copyright strict for this one. <laughs> this is not only movie, but also copyrighted and sound. Um, no, a lot of people have been fucking digging it in the chat. They've been talking about <laughs> Sex with Bomb being like one of their immediate choices right away. Yeah. I almost picked <laughs> Clash at the Demon Head, which is the... The other band? Yeah. Brie Larson. Oh, that's it's right. Brie Larson song. A lot of people fuck with that Brie Larson song. They're like, man, it's funny because when because, people... Because, uh, I mean, I almost picked it just because Sex with Bomb is like the more obvious choice to me. Right, right. But... I can't deny my nature. Well, the, well, that was the funny thing was that people go like, man, fucking, God, we hate Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel fucking sucks, man. Fucking Brie Larson. Ah, she's getting on my fucking nerves. But that song is really good in Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> like, everybody just seems to, like, forget all the problems and qualms they have with her because of that one song. No, we, so. don't, we don't dislike Brie Larson. We dislike Captain Marvel. No, She's but, even a <laughs> shitty person in the comics. No, but what I'm saying is, like, people will self-soothe themselves by on being mad at Brie Larson by playing that song by reminding themselves. Black Sheep is such a good song, people say. Uh, I will say that one of the funniest things to come out of Scott, Scott Pilgrim is I w- we were all drunk at a certain like bonfire night, uh-huh. and then it was either JJ or Alfred was like, you know what my favorite thing is about Scott Pilgrim is the Punisher kills Superman. <laughs> that was probably me. <laughs> it sounds like something dumb drunk I'd say. Right? <laughs> oh my god. Well, Sex Bomb. Number two. Solid straight away. It's kind of like my number two. My number two, uh, it's probably on all you guys' honorable mentions. If not, it might be on this one actually might be on your list. And this one, I I here's the thing. You guys, I, you know, I've talked about hating nostalgia, like how people can just eat too much of it, and they're like, oh, they're, yeah. you, can't, you can't possibly be that nostalgic about that many things. Yeah. But there are times where, in my life, where I completely go, well, because it's on the internet, I'll be able to remember it, I'll be able to um, 
just reference it at some point. I'll be able to do it and find it. And then I just don't. I forget it. I lose it. It gets lost in the threshold of my mind. And then it's just gone. And then it'll come back. What's up? Let me just answer Serenity. Of course. Question real quick. Punisher yeah, yeah, yeah. kills Superman. Punisher, uh, Punisher is the one that takes away Superman's powers in um, the Scott Pilgrim movie. They hit him with the ray that's like... Now you're no longer vegan. <laughs> That's right. That's so stupid. And then they high five. That's the part that makes me laugh. But um, but my pick was I saw something on Twitter, and I I can't believe I forgot about him. But they're a very obvious choice. But then I listened to all their songs. They have like three or four songs in the whole entire TV show, and I'm like. All of these are legitimately good. My number two is the beats. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. I need more love. Jolie. It's like, it's like, sorry, right, we're going to make the Beatle British, uh, that old oeuvre of music. Fucking do it. And I'm like, okay, done. And then you just got some guys to just kill it. Killer Tofu, everyone's in the chat right now talking about uh, Killer Tofu. <laughs> the song is, a f that's also a jam too. Sorry, I'm too much fried food. I'm laughing for a different reason because I've I've fallen in love for a little bit with Pinata Protest has this like famous meme, and it's just the dude in the leather jacket giving Patty mayonnaise like he's just talking to her, and it's like when Roger has tickets to Pinata Protest and Doug's all sad. <laughs> I, I, I will never be able to find that image, hey, but Doug I wish could have been on the list himself. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. Uh, oh, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> give her a Roger has put the at the bottom. <laughs> that's so fucking stupid. But yeah, no, legit music. It's legit music where they would like end shows with it. They're like, oh, we're just gonna play that. We're gonna we have this. We're gonna play it at the end, and they would cut together the music video, and that was it. Banging on the trash can was also another one. There wasn't them, but that was just Doug in his little machinations in his yeah. head. Banging on a trash can, strumming on the street light. No, strumming calling on a banjo. Calling me, calling me. The little voices. See, and that's the thing with a good song. Earworms, right? Oh, I just thought of an honorable mention. I gotta it's write okay. it down. I got, I got Patty, you're oh, the relish on my hot dog. Patty, you're the sugar in my tea. Mordecai, the Rigby. <laughs> Mordecai, the Rigby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Margaret, okay. Margaret. Okay, I got it now written down. And we got a hype train incoming for our number one. Woo. It's time to do the number one. This is my apparently my new radio. You have a limited time to earn exclusive emotes. There's no extra emotes, but thank you for donating. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for doing all the things. Hype train number one rock smasher is fantastic um we usually actually know this is the time we do honorable mentions but at the same time uh we could just be interrupting let's actually let's 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 probe a little bit for honorable mentions are your two honorable mentions a real per, uh, a human person or are they cartoons 
Um, like a like a human. Mine's a human. Wouldn't be a JJ list without anime. Okay, so we're fine. <laughs> I don't have any anime on mine. Go ahead. So uh, I want you to look this up because I think it'll really um, jive to this. Okay. Uh, regular show synth synth yeah. battle. <laughs> so I will literally just play this episode on repeat and listen to this part while I do like laundry and shit. Like regular show gods among us. So Go it appears as though I am. You look dressed for it right now. <laughs> this sounds like a side-scroller beat-em-up video game. Marcos, if you could just simulate real quick, like, bopping JJ real quick, and go. <laughs> go, go to, like, just ten seconds ahead. That part. <laughs> Fucking lasers. <laughs> You're right. I actually do vibe with that very much. And I vibe with the chat donating all so many things. Great choice. They got Stray in the chat doing one something. What are they so, doing? The fun chat? fact Mongolian about Chop Squad. There you go. Uh, uh, regular show. Um, Tyler, the creator, comes out in an episode. It's right. not. He doesn't do anything musically great, but it is funny to see him there. Right. I know he was involved at some point. So anime... What's, is well, your number well, one a real person or not? Because I want to throw some uh, honorable mentions. No, I have um, one more honorable mention, and it's a first for the Sync Countdown. Okay. It's literary. A literary fake band. I said sex bomb. <laughs> that's not literature. That's graphic novel. Which it is, has literature in it. Well, yeah. Everything has literature in it. This show has literature. Where? There, the max <laughs> right there. It's, it's super fake. What is no. your? Leave it alone. <laughs> What's your? Don't make fun of my, my faded shirt. What was your, your honorable like mention? Eight years old. It's four years it's old. It's as Go old ahead. as the Mex. <laughs> hey, this is the old logo. Okay, leave me alone. What was the honorable mention? Uh, one of you. Three Arm Sally is one of my favorite honorable Sa mentions. Three Arm Sally. Yeah, uh, my favorite book series ever is John Dies at the End. Three Arm oh, Sally yeah. is the fictional band from there. Yes, that is the drum kit. <laughs> But um, so they're terrible, mm -hmm. one hundred percent. They're the epitome of like a band in high school that doesn't know how instruments work. Gotcha. And um, but I just always like the intro because the so John is always portrayed as this really dumb, like adrenaline junkie, um, loud person. Mm -hmm. But there is an aspect of where he comes on stage. He's like. I once knew a man, which is like a speech I've heard a million times in a uh -huh. fucking concert, and he's like, nah, I made that part up. And then they just go right <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> well, I'll go ahead and I'll just leave uh, the uh, the rest of the honorable mentions lest we overlap. That way we can just spout them off at the end. Marcos, let's move on to your number one, unless... Unless the chat can get us to level two with their subscriptions. I don't know what happens after that, but it'd be pretty dope if we get that 93%. Level beyond? I guess. Is it like a Goku <laughs> this thing? This is what it's like to go beyond. <laughs> <laughs> get us to level two, please, and then we'll go ahead and continue with your number one. Marcos, your number one. Uh, it's been in the chat a lot, and so I... I apologize for making you wait. It's Mongolian Chop Squad. Yeah. Oh, I literally just said that a minute ago. <laughs> what is Mongolian Chop Squad? It's an anime. <laughs> it's an anime. But Mongolian Chop Squad, so I don't know what happens in the manga. I should read it because I know it goes further than the anime. It does, yeah. But the anime is this really, like, so it's these people in high school that are like, there's just something magic about the way music works. And then it's 
it goes through every genre of rock music. Literally, the person that teaches him how to play guitar uh-huh. is uh, like, hey, and they make up fake shit along the way, in a way, to, but to further the plot. But it was like, everybody liked the Beatles. I like this made up band called the Seals or whatever. Oh my God. <laughs> and they play the same kind of Beatles ish music. But it's it's different. And then at a certain point, you, there's a, a person that's like, I like rap a lot. And you get the rap rock influence. And because of when this anime came out, it's more about um, Rage Against the Machine than, okay. than uh, Linkin Park. And then uh, uh, there's at the end, right before the climax, uh Probably one. Uh, there's a reason that they did it like that. That it was one of the most badass things. It's like, oh, I'm the blues guitar reference in this. What? Uh, yes. Uh, because so if you looked up Mongolian Chop Squad and then just like did an image search, you'd find the guitarist on a guitar with bullet holes kind of on it. Okay. And then <clears throat> the story ends up being that uh, it's in the the picture over there in the top left. Literally the first one. Those holes on the side are not. Um, uh, tuning instruments. They're bullet holes. Who shot at the fucking guitarist? They shot at a blues player. It's a legendary blues player's oh guitar. Oh my god! And then it ends up being that um, he stole that guitar, but he, the blues player that originally owned it, the brother of it, the mm-hmm. black dude, right? He was like, "You play the blues like straight out of the 1930s. I love you, man." And <laughs> right. so he wants to give him the guitar, and that's the guitar. Like it, that's where the blues references come from. <laughs> Sorry, I, for some reason when you were explaining that, I was like, man, that's actually a really cool plot point. But then I thought of old Greg. <laughs> now you got the funk. You can squeeze his milk teats. He's in possession of the funk. Does He's got the mythical guitar. Whoever has the mythical guitar gets the funk. There is some sort of weird, I mean, I know that it does happen, but it's just like that guitar has a unique sound because it has bullets in it. Right. That would, yeah, like that would be a cool lore thing to do. Yeah. Let me see if I can hear some tunes though real quick. So they, 100% because this band came out, this anime came out in 1998-ish, they sound like Fuel. Like the music (laughs) is not amazing, right? but the vibes are pretty great. And so... uh, like the first song they make. Let's get to the last song they make. Nope, that's a ballad. Nope. There we go. That's a, that's a cover of their favorite band in the anime. <laughs> so this is like a, it's a cover of a made-up song in the anime. Yes. So it's like two layers. You've triple layer. You've somehow inceptioned <laughs> this list by having a fake band make a cover of another fake band. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But you're number one. Mongolian Chop Mongolian Squad. Chop Squad. JJ, what is your number one? Well, I can't top that. But I also has animes. It seems like list. you guys saved the best for last, which is the animes. Right. Uh, kind of animes, kind of more video game, really. Mm-hmm. It's Hatsune Miku. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at man. From the the first of all, I don't know anime. I know Hatsune Miku. I don't know how. I don't know why. I don't know what she does. But I know her. She sings. Well, yes, I've seen that. <laughs> but like, she's right in your wheelhouse. She's literally the first AI singer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. She that- can sing Desvelado. Look that shit up. Uh, <laughs> Well, there it is right there. Let's see. So this is a Japanese character 
Who, okay, so can you explain Hatsune Miku for the uninitiated slash me, the initi- initiated? So she's probably most famous from her rhythm games, okay. uh, which were, I think they were in development during like the Dreamcast era. Okay. She's a Sega character. So it's a, so it's a Sega video game character. Yeah, uh, but they didn't really take off until like PS2 and everything. Okay. Uh, yeah, Project Diva. If you go to like an arcade, they have like some arcade cabinets of her now, like of Project Diva. Uh, but she's a Vocaloid. She was. She's an AI or like singing program. There's no actual human singer. Okay. She has sold out concerts and stuff in Japan, but there's. <laughs> No actual human singer. She'll play with a band. Like is it like a tr- like a projector type thing. Yeah, or not projector. Like not a projector. Hologram. Holog- oh, it is a hologram. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Concert. I I want to see this hologram now. <laughs> I thought. Oh, there. You- what the fuck? They got the Tupac technology for Hatsune Miku. No. And these are original songs or covers? They're original songs. Okay. So this is an hour and forty eight concert of a hologram of an AI that's singing the songs that have been written by somebody. Yeah. That is too many layers <laughs> once again. But I want to hear the Spanish cover that you were talking about. Oh uh, yeah, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's give ahead for the purposes of the video. Nunca la conocí Yep, Jem did did Jem in the holograms. Jen wasn't a hologram, though. Uh, Hold on, but Hatsune Miku met who? Met um, David Letterman? Yeah. (laughs) What? What Miku's everywhere, bro. What what is the world? Now listen to me. You still have a late night show? No, you're tired. And the crowd goes, what the fuck? Well, it's the middle of the performance. Don't interrupt. (laughs) (laughs) You can see the back of their heads. It's like, what is happening? (laughs) I want to find the one weeb that's in there, like, fucking rocking out like crazy. Let's Let's see if she hits the landing. Rock smasher? Let's see if she sticks the landing. Now, are the motions tracked from a human? Um, they might be mocap. I don't know what goes into making the audio. I can tell you that, that the voice isn't real. Right. That's computers talking. Okay, well, the Thank crowd goes wild. Much. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> you know? Thank you, everybody. Good night. He had nothing to say. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome. That reminds me of... Um, What's the name of the, the red-headed dude that you love so much? Conan? Conan. <laughs> um, Conan had no effects play, like, in 2004, and that was the election year. And they asked no effects to play it, and they played Franco and American, and Conan just shuts shit out immediately right after they finish playing. He's like, half of you hate them, half of you love them. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. But... There we go. Gem and the holograms. Now we have actual holograms. Your number one, Hatsune Miku. My number one is a real human individual. And then we'll talk about our honorable mentions. But he's a real human individual. And it's so funny because the actual actor in this movie. Um, let me see here. What is it? Uh, I'm finding the right song. That way you guys can, we can go out. 
I can't spell shit. Anyway, real person. And everyone goes, oh, man, this person, they can't sing. They're just a goddamn comedian. Nobody understands who they are. That doesn't count. What? If it is who I think it is. Who do you think it is? Uh, the dude that was that got really famous over COVID. No. Oh no. Okay. Who, oh, you talking about? Oh, you talking about the that one comedian that, that uh, TJ liked? Yeah. No, he's a real person. He's a real comedian. No, I'm talking about a comedian that starred in the movie Chicago as a side character, has one song, fucking kills it, and then that's it. And then every, he just moves on with the rest of the show. And then all of a sudden he gets cast in this biopic, this fake one. My number one is Dewey Cox. Yeah. <laughs> Dewey, uh, John C. Riley can actually fucking sing. Have you ever heard the song Mr. Cellophane from Chicago? Yeah. It's fucking great. And so then you got Dewey Cox. That dude is so underused by Hollywood by to everybody. a degree. Yeah. Everything. He could do everything, including sing. Wrong boy died. <laughs> did you ever kid, um, see Gangs of New York? I did not see Gangs of New York. He plays a villain. Like, oh, not yeah. even a villain. Like, a henchman. He yeah. plays a henchman so well and so nefarious <laughs> that I was like, damn, I wish that, like, get more roles. Like, And then he never did. Like, right. <laughs> uh, he was in both Talladega and Boogie Nights. He's not a henchman. <laughs> of those movies. And he's, he, he's kind of a henchman. He's a sidekick. But there he, there he is. Yeah, he's menacing in Gangs of New York. And he gets strung up a little bit, looks like. He but gets no, killed by Leo. I'm sure he does. <laughs> As he's hung right there. But no, um, John C. Riley just so talented. And all of those songs are really fucking good. Like, all of them are. What was the other one? Well, I mean, Walk Hard, the titular song, which is so fucked up because if you remember the advertising for this movie, all of it was shitty. All of it was like, get hard. Get ready well, they, for cocks. They kind of advertised it as another one of the scary movie ripoffs. Like, not right. scary yeah. movies. A, scary a parody uh, type thing, right? Yeah. That was in the same vein. But what? then you got him singing his ass off. Other like the My cold. <laughs> yeah, fucking that guy's tomatoes, fucking great. I love you don't want none of this shit. <laughs> it's not habit forming. It's the best drug there is. All right, that was my number one. It was well, I forgot to write down yours as number ones, but you have them. But here's some honorable mentions. Um, this one from my mom, one of my mom and dad's favorite movies, The Mighty Wind. Do you have you ever seen this movie? <laughs> the new Main Street Singers. Uh, I had Max Rebo. More Cohen Brothers. And I got an honorable mention myself. That's a third or fourth <laughs> Cohen Brothers movies at this point. Uh, Max Rebo Band. Jabberjaw. Um, this is a legitimately uh, one that I hate that I admit. And having been around Disney so much with my girlfriend, you hear it in the background occasionally. Fucking Four Town from Turning Red. <laughs> <laughs> I never love nobody like you. I'm like, oh my god, why do I like this song? Um, we'll get there, uh, Christina. Uh, Gem of the Holograms, KK Slider from Animal Crossing. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Uh, and then uh, the one I remembered mid show is Chip Skylark. Ah. My shiny teeth. I remember me. Uh, that's what that was actually the example I was going to give when I was like, do. 
uh, individual people count. Right. Well, here's the thing, folks. I forgot to actually really put this in the beginning of the show. TJ wasn't here. So the reason why Powerline was automatically taken off the list, why <laughs> Powerline was not included, because if TJ was here, Powerline's number one. Also, the other one that's in here, Hex Girls, that's TJ's number two. So if he was, was here, those were already established as some of the greatest in his. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, the one I'm missing, this was legitimately my number six, um, Jesse and the Rippers. From Full House. Uncle Jesse. <laughs> Uncle Jesse does a whole song with the Beach Boys. It's in, he sings with the Beach Boys, and then he has a breakout single Beach called Boys Forever. Beach Boys are kind of problematic, in are, my now, opinion. <laughs> now, or what What do they do? Uh, they're creepy old men that sing about banging teenagers. They weren't always creepy old men. They were boys at one point. No. That was the last album they put out when they were already old men. <laughs> Wait, what was the song that was about doing the girls? I mean, they're all about Well, they're all about it. <laughs> Everybody wants a girl they, and you get one. When they were trying to make the comeback album, when Uncle Jesse was playing with them. Oh. <laughs> and they were already, like, in their 50s, 40s. Oh, when they did that. When they did this concert? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're saying Kokomo. This is genuine. <laughs> Oh, they're already, they're already wearing old man pants. Oh, yeah. No, those are also the 90s, so you have to be wary of that. But, yeah. You know what, JJ? Sometimes you got to be a creepy old No, you don't. <laughs> don't be a creepy that's, old man. That's a good one. All the snow, I forgot about him. Which one's that? Oh, forget to the Greek and that, uh, what's his name? Um, but it's like stro uh, Stroke the Furry Wall. <laughs> uh, I also, like, legitimately will bang out once in a while to Bangers and Mash. Who's Bangers and Mash? It's his song about getting laid, but oh. all, he uses Bangers and Mash as a metaphor. Did you come from my bangers? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking at the, the chat right now. Um, let's see here. Electric Mayhem. Electric Mayhem. That's my also my cousin's list for sure. Uh, Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem. I have um, a couple honorable mentions. They were mentioned The Wonders. Oh, that's from, uh, yeah, That Thing You Do, the Tom Hanks movie. Oh, I see. Marvin Berry and the Starlighters, <laughs> several times from Gravity Falls, Chip Skylocker mentioned, uh, mainly Mark Love. Oh, oh from the, I thought that was the band name. Benny Sir, Mardonis. Who's Serenity, Benny Mardonis? I, I have bad news. Like, don't look up most of your favorite band's history, no matter what genre or anything <laughs> you're into. Oh, he, Bar Benny Mardonis. Do was the in, monkeys count? <laughs> No, so that's the thing. If they had music before they were animated or anything else, that's why Alvin and the Chipmunks don't count. Because there was an Alvin and the Chipmunks fucking we I want a hula hoo that came out before the first cartoon, let alone the '90s one, '80s '90s one. So, um, go I ahead. got four honorable mentions. Well, let's see. I, I, real quick though, any of these uh, Rockfire Explosion? Technically, Rockfire Explosion does count. Um, and uh, Monkey Beef from Phantom of Paradise, the Beats from Doug, as I mentioned, California Dreams. Marcos, go ahead. The Wild Stallions. Wild Stallions is from what? Uh, Airheads. Airheads, that's right. That's a good one. No, oh, no, what? Well, no, because that would be Lone Ranger. The Lone Rangers, <laughs> right. No, yeah. It's Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted is the Wild Stallions. That's right. Okay. Mark the Lone Rangers is on my honorable mentions. <laughs> so, uh, number four, uh, there's no music for this dude. It's just a matter that this movie is amazing and it's about music. It's Johnny Quid from Rock and Rolla. <laughs> there's, no music. there's no music. There's there, he never plays anything. The whole yeah. movie is like, oh, he's dead, and it's like, no, he's a punk dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> there's rock and roller. Uh, number another, my second honorable mention, another Coen Brothers movie. Jesus Christ, Llewellyn Davis. Llewellyn Davis. 
Yes. So this is the movie that put two actors on the map, and they would both be in Star Wars. Oh, there you go. Look at yeah. it. Yeah. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Oh, I could have put Seb from fucking La La Land, <laughs> technically. <laughs> or John Legend as not John Legend. <laughs> that would have been cheating, though. Uh, the cool thing about that Coen Brothers movie is that the folk music is actually legitimately good. And Justin Timberlake comes out. There you go. Um, and then uh, my my second to last honorable mention is Bad Blake. Bad yeah, Blake. That's, that's who I was struggling on. <laughs> Crazy Heart. Crazy Heart. It, it's yeah. a country um, movie. Um, but it's a really good movie. Like Alfred was Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Jeff Bridges is, you literally have to see it. And then my favorite funny, like honorable mention, because they only have one song is uh Spurg sideman in grit. The grim adventures of Billy and Mandy. Spurg sideman. (laughs) Spurg sideman, Billy. The B sharps. The B sharps. Oh, look Baby. at this. The Spurg. Oh, well, they're Spurg. No, but if you look up the video, it's actually pretty funny. All right. Well, let's take a look at the video real quick. JJ, what else do you have real quick while I'm looking that up? Uh, the Singing Brain from Billy and Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one actually won an Emmy, which is funny for um, all the executives. Yeah. I mean, I know the <laughs> guy. Huh? <laughs> nope, not, that's not what I'm talking about. Look up Brains from Billy and Mandy. That's the one I'm talking about. The guy who sings it is, yeah, Aurelio Voltaire. This guy right here? Yeah, that's the... He's just watching TV. Down to Mr. McGee's. He hasn't had a thought since 43. Hey, look at the show won an Emmy because it was that episode won an Emmy. It's uh, Purple Filth is the name of the band. Purple Filth. No, here's the thing. <laughs> Um, you, you can get me a swing just about every time. It's, <laughs> it's like, hold on, purple filth. There we go. Spell it right. There we go. That's a, that's a real fucking song. That's awesome. <laughs> Cheetah Girls almost made it on my list. Uh, honorable mention. Mouse Rat. Mouse, which one's Mouse Rat? It's familiar. It's Chris Pratt. That's <laughs> uh, oh, from Front Direct. That's right. Rockapella was a real band. Where in the world is Garmin San Diego? I don't know Diego. what the name of SpongeBob's band is. Otherwise, yeah, sure. Right. Sweet Victory is a good fictional song. But. Right. But we're talking about the top five. So be sure to keep going. School of Rock. That is that does. School of Rock. Yep. Yeah. That would have worked. That would have worked right there. But I like a lot of people are looking them up and just typing them. Also, <laughs> you guys are reading from the same list. But yeah, School of Rock. <laughs> it's literally three comments in a row that's how the School of Rock. And come on, baby, I'm alive. The Archies earlier. The Archies. I mean, there's, you know, Josie and the Pussycats, we mentioned at the top of the show. Jabberjaw. Fucking. Whoever so did the background music for Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. No, no, no. <laughs> not, whenever there was a chase, like, they would play, like, you know, 70s sounding music. Right. Because it was the 70s. Right. Uh, if you I look up know. Scooby Snacks track. With the Scooby, Scooby Snack Snacks Tracks. Yeah. Uh, also, what was the name of the band of Scotty Doesn't Know? Hey, what's up, Void Angel? Oh, Void Angelic. Hey, first time catching you guys. Well, you're gonna, amigo. Well, you're about to go there here. There's one about an ostrich that I like a lot. Well, this is only a minute long, so this is the only... <laughs> That's the theme. Hold on. Uh, ostrich. I'm in love with Scooby-Doo ostrich. ostrich song. Yeah. Oh, shit. There was that whole album that Brack did from Space Coast, Coast <laughs> to Coast. Let's see here. 
Austin Roberts yeah, daydreaming. daydreaming. There we go. Skip ahead real quick. Not a real. This is just Scooby Doo's band. This is just Scooby Doo music. Like you can only find it on Scooby Doo. They put this CD in like cereal boxes or some shit. Like you had to send in box tops, or I don't remember. But like you can only find these tracks on YouTube now. That's fucking crazy. That's look at now we're so that, our top five, at least our top five show has referenced a box tops exclusive CD from the fucking eighties, probably nineties. Nineties. This, this was the nineties. This was when I think uh, Zombie Island was coming out. Right. Um, this one right here, uh, because I love Brack, so I love Space Ghost so much, and especially Brack in particular. Uh, Ryan Walterson was in the chat. Uh, hey, don't touch me! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> hey! Don't touch me! <laughs> This was on TV. Man, I love Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Don't touch me! And there's no way to look at that six season box set and know what are the good and the bad. Right, right. <laughs> because, because every so often you'll just get. Oh! Hey! Don't touch me! <laughs> I could do this all day. Hey! And I will. <laughs> That's it. And then he has a song called I Love Beans. There's Mashed he's a song potatoes. with Freddie Freddie Prince Jr. I'm driving down the highway 40 in my big old pickup truck. <laughs> which now I've made a rival of Tommy and Freddie Prince Jr. So can't do that anymore. I actually thought about that in the same conversation. But yes, that could have all been our top fives. But that's our top fives. Let us know what your top fives are. Anything I have, else? I have one more. Anything else in the chat right here? I have one more honorable mention. What's your honorable mention? Elias. Elias. Hello, I am Elias. <laughs> Wait, what's the what's what's it called? What's Elias. It? He's a WWE wrestler. His whole gimmick was just. Oh, that's right. He was, <laughs> he was in the middle of a, a track with a guitar. Middle of a track. Middle of a ring with a guitar. Yeah. yeah. There he is. <laughs> Apparently, he's actually a pretty good guitar player, but I didn't know that. Kokum- now you're just naming internet songs. Kokumba. Oh, no, I'm a cucumber. Wait, a Jeff Jarrett one. has a legitimate song? No, I'm not counting that. We're not doing <laughs> it. I'm out, bro. <laughs> and so Listen am I. Slap nuts. <laughs> I was like, you're out you're with so much. with the guitar, though. <laughs> be sure to join us for our ninth anniversary, nine hours stream. It's time for us to get on out of here, everybody. But be sure, join us, save the date. We're going to have lots of friends, guests, giveaways, all that stuff. One you got a point. Got a point at me. Go ahead. Would. Wrestling rappers count as a fictional band. Macho Man, number one. I'm <laughs> the acclaimed. <laughs> the acclaimed. Wrestling based. Well, mm, well, you have to admit that wrestling's fake. Which, yeah. Which part of it is that it's not? That's the thing. Is have you ever heard an acclaimed intro? No. Please play. One. It doesn't matter which one you play. Yeah, just look one up. Like a... <laughs> what? What? Okay, acclaimed intro. WWE. Yeah. No, it's AEW. AEW. Okay. That's the actual song. That's not an intro. The acclaimed top of the chain. So I bet you know that. Okay. They freestyle on their way down. Billy Gunn have never. That's also just clip. Why are you giving me the wrong things? You give me the wrong prompts. A- acclaimed entrance. Welcome there back to Rampage on TNT. This is a trio tag. <laughs> the acclaimed, yo, we pinfire. Y'all about to get it from both sides like Zendaya. Jesus. 
<laughs> We're getting out of here, everybody. Jason's already gone. He's already got the idea. Be sure to go to our ninth anniversary celebration. Save it. Save the date. You'll love it. And now we'll leave it. Bye, everybody. Nobody ever says that to me, right? <laughs>